Hey guys, it's Keon, and today I'm going to be talking about Kevin Holland, who is coming off his most recent win against Tim Means this past weekend. And once again, he looked very good, and now this is two in a row since moving down to welterweight. He had that TKO win against Alex Oliveira at UFC 272, and now he has this submission win over Tim Means. And yeah, these guys may not be ranked fighters, but they're veterans of the game, and they're always going to be a tough test for any fighter fighter. But for Kevin, he has looked very good. And it's clear that amongst the unranked fighters or the top 15 guys, Kevin Holland stands above them. I mean, after all, at middleweight, he was looking so good against all these unranked guys. But once he faced a top 10 fighter in Derek Brunson, that's when most realize that there's levels to this. And as good as Kevin is, he's not at the highest level yet. And then after this, he has that defeat to Marvin Vittori. And much similar to the Derek Brunson defeat, a lot of it was due to the wrestling. They took Kevin down with ease and held him there for as long as they wanted to. And although this was due to Kevin's lack of a ground game, it was also because he was the smaller fighter. He was going up against guys who were much stronger than him. Because although Kevin has a large frame, he was fairly skinny for 185. And then he had that fight with Kyle Dawkins, which was a fun fight until an accidental clash of heads knocked Kevin out. And although this ended in a no contest and wasn't a third defeat for for Kevin, he decided he had to make a change and that change was to go down to 170. A good decision as he's been looking very good. He's slowly recreating that hype that he had for himself back in 2020 when he tied the record for most wins in a year with five, which had many people regarding him as the fighter of the year for 2020. And maybe Kevin could do something like that in 2022, which would be great because after the end of his run at middleweight, it seemed like Kevin fell off and was no longer the exciting prospect that everyone had high hopes for. But now it seems like that hype is coming back. Plus, he's always so good in maintaining his image on social media. There are stories of him doing heroic things. There are people on Instagram challenging him to fight at his gym. And then he posts the video of him kicking their ass. And things like this make Kevin such a likable guy. I feel like he's a name that people look forward to on fight cards. And now that he's winning again, it just feels like everything is falling into place. And he's now back on on the right path. So the question is, what's next for Kevin Holland after this win? And look, even though he has the size advantage now that he's at welterweight, I would also say that he is now in a division that is much more difficult than his previous one. All due respect to 185, but 170 is not only filled with a lot of talent, but that talent expands past the top 15. That's when you know this division goes deep. So for Kevin, it really seems like there's not going to be any easy fights for him from this point moving on. Because personally, I think at this point, he's going to get top 15 competition. He's looked good against the unranked guys, so now it's time to test him a little bit more. And man, like I said, looking at this top 15, it's just very good. Shafkat Rachmanov, Michelle Pereira, Li Jing Liang, Jeff Neal, Michael Chiesa, Neil Magny. That list alone is very dangerous for any fighter. And that's what Kevin is going to be going up against next. In fact, he may be getting some in the top 10 because after Kevin's win, he called out number nine ranked Sean Brady. And I think this call out was made because in his post-fight interview, Kevin was saying that he can submit anyone because of his high level jiu-jitsu. And that's a big claim to make when calling out Sean because Sean is an amazing grappler. And I feel like he's building a reputation for himself as the best grappler at 170 right now. But Kevin wants that title for himself by beating Sean and stealing his momentum. And depending on how you look at it, this could either 
be a great step forward for Kevin or a bad one. It could be great because he's getting a top 10 guy pretty quickly. He doesn't have to fight anyone in the top 15. But it could also be bad because maybe it's too much too soon. Sean Brady is legit and I find it hard to believe that anyone is going to stop him right now. Especially when we consider that he's undefeated and he's been looking very good as of recent. So this is a very risky fight for Kevin and maybe the thing right now is for him to take an easier fight in order to build himself up more slowly before fighting someone like Sean Brady. Because the last thing he needs right now is to go back into the losing column. He just got out of it and he is someone who just needs to remain winning right now before he fights top competition in my opinion. So I think the next move should be someone in the top 15. And honestly all of these fights are ones that I think are interesting for Kevin. I know Shavkov Rachmanov and Neil Magny are going to be fighting so that's probably off the table. We got Michel Pereira, Li Jingliang, Jeff Neal and Michael Chiesa. All interesting names for Kevin Holland in my opinion. But I think the most interesting one would be one with Michel Pereira. And look I could say this about any matchup with Michel because he's such an entertaining fighter himself. But these two going at it has the potential to be a banger. Especially because they are both flashy in their own ways. I feel like it would become a wild fight once they get going. So that's probably the most exciting matchup for Kevin Holland next. But like I said, I wouldn't even be upset with Li Jingliang, Jeff Neal, Michael Chiesa. I feel like these are also good opponents for Kevin next. I just think a fight with Sean Brady is too much too soon. So he should avoid that for now. Unless he truly believes in himself that he has what it takes to defeat Sean. Because if he does, that's going to be huge for Kevin in regards to his standing in the welterweight rankings. But yeah, aside from Sean, there's not really anyone in the top 10 that I can see the UFC giving Kevin at this point. I've seen some people say Jorge Masvidal, and I just think that's too small of a fight for Jorge at this point. And Kevin is only coming off of two wins against fighters outside of the top 15, so he should take his time in this new division and grow more as a fighter. And that's the thing I like about Kevin the most. It really seems like he wants to do anything he can to become the best fighter. Once he lost those two fights to Derek Brunson and Marvin Vittori, he realized that his ground game needs to improve a lot. So he began training with the likes of Daniel Cormier. The entire point is that he's not afraid to ask for help when he needs it. I feel like there's probably a lot of fighters who wouldn't try to change anything if they were in Kevin's situation. They'd probably stay with the same team, train the same way, and continue to ask, how come my results aren't changing? Why am I always losing? But someone like Kevin Holland is not afraid to learn and grow as a fighter, even if that means going to other fighters for help. So overall, I'm happy that Kevin doesn't have such a huge ego where he would remain hard-headed and not continue to grow as a fighter. And who knows, maybe he will become even better than he is right now. If anyone has the potential for that, it's definitely someone with a mindset like Kevin Holland's. And that's definitely a mindset Kevin needs in this next chapter of his career where he will be fighting some very tough fighters at welterweight. And because of that, I could potentially see his time at welterweight go down like how it did at middleweight. Kevin will be able to beat all the unranked guys but then lose to the higher ranked ones and honestly I don't really know what direction his career is going to head towards to now but I do hope it's in a positive one because when Kevin Holland is thriving as a fighter the UFC is a better place and although he was unable to make it to the top at middleweight hopefully he can build some momentum down at 170 in order to get to the top there but what do you think how far do you see Kevin Holland
one going at welterweight and who do you think his next opponent should be but that's a lot for now so i'll see you in my next one